0: Welcome to The Power of Love Show, sponsored by the D.D. Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Enjoy the show. Welcome to The Power of Love Show, sponsored by the D.D. Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. I am T.J. Jackson, and with me is my brother, Taj Jackson. What's on? <laughs> we are live on the Power of Love show. So if you are watching us either on Facebook or YouTube, thank you for joining us. You could also be listening to us on our podcasts. But for those who are watching live, we want to make sure you know that this is an interactive sh- show, an episode where you can ask questions, where we're going to ask you questions um, about the topic we want to discuss. We have a wonderful guest on today. Um, that we will be introducing shortly. But before so, we have to talk about our disclaimer. We are not licensed therapists. We are just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it, and we've learned from it. Saying that, if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not just rely on us. Um, Taj Jackson, how are you, bud?
1: Hanging in there, TJ. Hanging in there.
0: So I see you are still on the a different computer
1: yes still I, I waiting my, on a
0: new computer to arrive is that the plan
1: i stole my wife's computer yeah it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a like an original uh, macbook from like back in the day so i don't know well, if the
0: you don't look you look and sound fine man so, I do, okay. no sweat um I, I think we should just go right into our show i think it's uh an important topic and it's, it's a great guest that we're welcoming so I don't think our our viewers and and listeners need to hear much about our weeks, which were I'm sure pretty boring anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let let's get right into it, okay? Okay. Let's All right. So today's show we have a guest. Uh, her name is Cherie Dumond. Dumond. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right. But Cherie Dumond is the queen of confidence. She has mentored businesses and sales leaders for over twenty years. She's a speaker, writer, and creator of the groundbreaking program, Uncrushing Your Confidence and the Confidence Success Circle, helping leaders build unshakable confidence and squash self-doubt to build the lives of their dreams. Cherie built a successful corporate career in the pharmaceutical and clinical research industries, managing and training hundreds of people during her tenure. Almost missed that word up, Taj. She became a sought after strategic grow- growth navigator, starting multi million dollar divisions for corporations looking to diversify their portfolios, conquering the male dominated boardroom. Mm-hmm. Yes, you go, Cherie. Uh, Cherie's um, passion for giving women voices in their careers and lives continue to grow. And that passion is now a thriving business where she helps women leaders uncrush their confidence and take their career and lives to the next level. Joining us today for part two of our COVID series, Cherie is here to help spark our confidence and inspire us to reach for our goals. Please welcome to the Power of Love show, Cherie Dumond. Now Cherie, as you slide into the center, did I say your name correctly? You got it. You did perfect. TJ. yes practice makes perfect i guess yes um, so but welcome to the show sheree thank you for joining us
2: thank you for having me both of you great to so, be here
0: I- i'm going to go straight to it uh i love your moniker uh you are f- referred to as the queen of confidence um were you o- were you always this confident growing up or is this who you were by nature where did this confidence come from
2: Good question. Um, no, I wasn't always this confident. In fact, in 12, when I was uh, 12, 13 years old, uh, well, te- a little younger than that, my uh, seventh grade c- counselor said, You won't amount to anything. Mm-hmm. And actually, at the time, I-, I believed her because I was wearing an ACDC t shirt, greasy hair. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and it started me on a journey um, to figure out what i wanted to do in life and and gain confidence over my teenage years which is difficult for females um, yeah. And there been i've i've heard so many stories this week on the news about girls and that is the time that's it's most crushing for their confidence so it, it's oh, it's Yeah, it's been a journey. But, uh, you know, throughout my my adulthood, it's been up and down. And I hear from clients and leaders all over that even though they may look successful on the outside, that they have self-doubt. Imposter Mm. syndrome is real and that they don't have confidence. And I'm the same way. There are days I wake up and I'm not very confident, but I have tips that I do every single day to pull me out of it.
0: What are some of those tips?
2: Well, first, it's it's your attitude. You know, you guys talked about this last week. It, it's your mental health. It's staying positive. And I have to be grateful for what I have. I am mm. so lucky. I live in a beautiful place. Bend, Oregon, for all of you out there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I have a wonderful life. And I spend five minutes every morning giving having those gratitudes and ta- and putting those down. And I, I use it. An app. I, I found the five minute um, gratitude app is amazing because I can do it on my phone. Wow. <laughs> about not not using your phone using your computer i'm sure you could get it on your computer
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm i i'm looking to look it up right now though i like that yeah. I, yeah i haven't and heard
0: of that
1: one, one.
0: That's a, that's a, i'm going to check that out yeah and um, the
2: other thing i use to um is definitely having goals and planning out and i love vision boards when I, um, you know, putting together the vision board about what I wanted my life to look like a couple years ago, I pictured the house I'm sitting in and was mm. exactly what I wanted. But the other thing I use is a conscious intention wheel. And I wanted to share this with you guys. It's hard to see and you get to no, see this is my great. <laughs> but it's focused on one goal and whatever that goal is for you. Mine is a thriving, vibrant business by coaching and podcasting. So that's what I do. And it's got a a specific revenue there, but then you put the 12 pillars or steps around it, and you put that towards the truth of what you can do. So what makes that true by doing that? You neutralize any resistance you have to getting to that goal. So mine, a couple of mine is I take action. I don't wait for it to happen to me. I take it, and that my story matters. And I like connecting with people. I love mm. connecting with people. Mm. And in COVID times, that's that's hard to do.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you. Um, confidence, I think, is something that we all struggle with in in our society in today's society. Oh but I, I think it's even exaggerated or elevated during these COVID times. And I was wondering, what would you attribute that to? I, I've i seen a lot of people struggle during this time, you know, and, and I know it's a lot of uncertainty, but A, what would you think, what would you attribute to a, a diminished confidence now during this quarantine and during this pandemic, as well as what would you suggest to break through and and to to regain that confidence
2: well it i hear it a lot from my clients because they're definitely having uncertain times say you're you're suddenly working at home all the time and you don't like working at home you want to work in an office you want to be social you're a social social person at the office i don't want to say social butterfly but you you know (laughs) so for those people they get overwhelmed really easy and and we all get overwhelmed and to stay positive i have them and i'm a big opponent or opponent to having pen and paper and writing things down because it really ingrains into your brain it rewires your brain so putting what is overwhelming you and then do you have control over that or do you not have control over it Mm. but You know, do we have control over whether we're going to lose our job or not? Well, we don't. But what steps can we take so we can make sure that that is going to happen? If it happens, what, what are our steps? What is our plan? Being ready in case it happens. You know, the COVID being locked home, we have no control over that. So you have to let that go. And that helps raise the confidence level.
0: Um, Cherie, one more time, because I've seen some comments asking, what's the app called again?
2: It is called the 5-Minute Gratitude app. And okay. it was on Apple, I'm sure, Android too.
0: Perfect. Okay. Um, so
1: hold on. I have a couple of questions. Yes. Um, I like it. <laughs> You, you said you like connecting with people. Were you always a people person, even growing up, or was it something that later on, because of your confidence, you grew into?
2: It was something I grew into. Mm-hmm. I I'm very a little bit introverted. Mm-hmm. I don't like going into a, a big room or a big conference and and shaking a lot of hands and trying to meet everybody, mm-hmm. but. I've learned that I can go in and raise my hand and raise my voice and, and say hello to people. There's always ways to do it. You know, there's always ways to find something in common with someone. So now I have no trouble getting on a zoom with someone I absolutely don't know. And I can connect with them. Wow.
0: Was there any strategies that you or techniques you use to help you get through that?
2: Yeah. um, It's knowing your story and knowing what story you can tell people and then having two or three questions. And if you're still not sure, having a friend, you know, Mm -hmm. it it always helps to have a friend next to you.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. I
0: love that. Or a brother.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a Now
0: oh. no. Taj, was that it, or did you have another? No, I had
1: one more. Um, yeah. In terms of the teacher that did tell you that you were going to amount to nothing, are you because um, there's two ways you can look at it? Are you somewhat appreciative in a way of that because it kicked you into gear, or is it something that you're more of like I'll show you and and more resentful of it because i have both in that way.
2: I love that question because uh I will show you. That is exactly it. I will show you I'm going to amount, I'm going to have this great career. I am going to be something and someone. So um, and it's always been like that. When I've lost a job or been, you know, la- laid off, which is another term for being fired, mm-hmm. <laughs> or downsized, whatever mm-hmm. it has been. It's always, I'll show you because you never know what's around that corner. And it yeah. may look like it kicks you when you're down, but there is going to be something better around the corner.
0: Yeah, that's great. Love it. I think that's so important to, yeah, to yeah. have that mentality. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that, Cherie. Yeah. Um, this is a great question from uh, a viewer, Tordia. Do you think women have less confidence than men in general?
2: Overall, I think women talk about it more. I think men have less have confidence issues too. In fact, I was talking to a client the other day and she said she was in a conference and, and it was the men who were rising up in their careers that they had confidence issues as well. And I thought that was really interesting because I think everyone goes through it. And it really depends on the time of your life because you can be up here on top and then fall down in these uncertain times with all the economics and the job losses. There's a lot of people that I know that were on top of their game and they're, they're struggling right now.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: What would you say to someone who, who feels that they just don't have confidence that they, they're easy to, you know, knock down. They're easy to, say bad things and they take it to heart, what would you say to someone like that who's in that mentality or in that space right now? Or or I should say just has that characteristic and has had that characteristic?
2: That it's what you're feeling today with your confidence doesn't have to be what your tomorrow is. Mm-hmm. There are ways to rewire your brain and to move out of the one mentality to the next mentality um, and and get to a place where you are confident. I don't believe in faking it till you make it. Uh, you have to build confidence over time. And you um, just like any great athlete, they have coaches, any, any, anybody who is successful any executive has coaches. And that's why I became a coach because I like seeing and helping people become the best they can be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think I heard once that Roger Federer has eight coaches, each wow. working in a different aspect, including mindset, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and I have other questions I want to ask you, but before I forget, because this is this is something that I've always kind of wondered and and always just thought about. Someone like Roger Federer, who is arguably the greatest tennis, male tennis player to play. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously has confidence in his skill. But at the same time, he has to have a control of his ego to know that there he needs eight coaches. So mm-hmm. how do you balance that or how do you suggest these leaders or anyone you're talking to on that balance of having the most confidence in your ability of thinking you are the best of doing something, but also knowing that I need help. How can you, I guess, what, what's your thoughts on that, that balance?
2: Well, we all have self-doubt um, and, and we all have things in our mental state And and I'm not. uh, I I wasn't in on the disclaimer, but I'm not a healthcare professional either.
0: (laughs) You're with us. You're on the show, so you're you're, you're protected under that disclaimer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you have to be able to see when you need help and in what areas you need help. I'm not great at everything I do in my business. I have a coach that helps me with marketing. I have two coaches to help me with marketing and it's because one, it's hard for me and it's not what I'm great at, Mm -hmm. but they can put me on task to keep going and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's what a good coach does. They see things from a different perspective and come in and help you put it on the right track. And Mm -hmm. Rewire your brain so that you, next time you see it, you know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. The other thing I see with people who are high level, well, people at any level, but definitely high level, is um, imposter syndrome. You know, that you get to the top and you think, well, these people are going to find out I'm a fake. I don't know what I'm talking about. We all go through it. Um, in fact, I heard Natalie Portman and Meryl Street have imposter syndrome. They mm-hmm. don't think of their game. And I, it's, it's a fascinating
0: subject. Wow. Wow. Okay. Here's another great question. Question from, uh, Veronica Ver, 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 Verani.
2: Veronica. It looks like Veronica.
0: Okay. I hope I'm saying the name, right. Uh, do you think confidence starts in the home?
2: Yeah, it can. It can. I've seen it in the home. Um, you know, if you have confident parents and confident it is instilled in you from an early age, it can grow from there. I I did have an entrepreneur parents, both both my parents, and they were very confident in their business. But I did have incidents in my life where I ended up not having confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in a eight year marriage that um was emotionally abusive and that tore my confidence up and i was in not achieving everything i wanted in my life and i was almost 200 pounds and you know i had to make changes to build my confidence up so i could get out of that and and have the life i wanted
0: Michael wants to know, does confidence have any connections with being pessimistic or optimistic?
2: I think so, because if you're more um, optimistic and have an optimistic attitude and you're giving gratitude, you're naturally going to be more confident.
0: Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love that question because that that really is true because if you're you're always down and thinking down you're not going to be at your highest level.
0: Another great question is that the viewers are coming with some great questions. So I'm going to yeah. keep it going. Uh, Danielle wants to know, or says I work in a predominantly male environment. How can I make myself and my opinions heard without shouting and coming across quote unquote emotional, which is something that I, I, as a male, I, I think we need to do a better job of, 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 you know, not, labeling a female who's trying to get her point across as emotional. And it's so unfortunate, but I love this question. So what would your response be, Cherie?
2: Well, first of all, I I like that she brought in emotional because um, I had a client yesterday. We were talking that every time she gets really frustrated, she just starts crying. And it's frustrated and anger are the two things that trigger her and start crying. And she hates that she does that at work. But she knows she does it and she's learned to own that and has told her team that if I get angry or um, have a frustrated, this is how it's going to come out. It's not about you, but that's how it's going to come out. So as as women, I think we need to own that a little more. You know, I call it the secret weapon of of what we have in our arsenal, because um, emotional intelligence is something that women get from a very young age, and it just grows throughout their careers and their lives. Men don't develop it until they're much older, and it's things like empathy and caring, and and in the workplace, it comes across as better leaders. Mm -hmm. Um, So getting your opinion heard without shouting and coming across you have to state your points and, and you have to raise your hand. Um, it, it is hard in a male-dominant environment. And maybe with it'll get less and less, but I don't all the statistics I see, male leaders are still at the top and women leaders are a small percentage. So you you definitely have to make your points and, and get it across in a meeting. Um, there are quite a few things you can do and I have a long list that I would love to send you if you send me an email, Danielle.
0: Okay, so let's let's do that since we mentioned it. This is Cherie's email and it's Cherie and don't worry, I've gotten her approval to share it, so I'm not just throwing <laughs> it out there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. Sheree at confidentwarriors.com. And Sheree has said, if, if anyone has a question or, or a comment or anything, you can email her, um, which I love. And I appreciate Sheree for, for our community. So thank you. Wow. Um, okay. This is a good question from the weird. How dangerous is it for parents to push kids to be confident to their standards?
2: The, that's a good question. That The,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the weird always has great questions.
2: That, 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 that is a very good question. You have to let your kids be your kids. My My kids are not anything like me. And so every personality is going to be different. And set the standards on, I would say, on that child, that kid, and not... At, at your level. And they're not going to have the emotional where for all that you have at 30 or 40 when they're
0: 16, 17. Yeah. No. Susan wants to know, does working out help with gaining confidence? <laughs>
2: yes, it does. Susan knows this. I, I know Susan. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> One one thing I do um, and, and to, to stay normal during this time of unnormal is I get up every morning and ride my Peloton. And anyone that knows me knows that that is part of my confidence journey af- after my gratitude. I have to have my cup of coffee with my gratitudes and then I get on my Peloton. So it, it's something that has built a lot of confidence because as you're getting stronger, I feel like your mind is getting stronger.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay, so here's a question. Many people have lost their jobs due to COVID and may be feeling shaken up and sec- and insecure. What advice would you give to these men and women who may be experiencing a major bout of self-doubt and low self-esteem at this moment?
2: Well, I, I know about job loss, and and I, I want to share some tips that really have helped get me through um I always say two and a half of those. <laughs> but but one came without or, or two of them came without notice. So you, you're you shocked and shaken and give yourself time to grieve. I, I know this is a show about the power of love and and allowing yourself time to to grieve. You have to grieve that job, especially if it's sudden, because you you have to get over the anger and this, look what happened to me and all of those pieces. Um, but don't get stuck there, you know, mm. don't, don't stay there, move on and, and go through that. Um, I, and don't compare yourself to others. I, you know, you see someone, oh, I was on that um, career path and they just, they're up here and I'm down here. I, I don't have a job don't compare. You don't know what their journey is. You don't know what they've gone through and where they have gone through up and down their jobs and their their careers and have a plan of action. And and I feel really strongly about always having a plan of action for everything you do in life. You know, with job loss, you need to take the time to have some personal development. There are um, mastermind.com and all these different platforms that are popping up that you can really get some great development for you and, and make connections with people, have coffee dates on on <laughs> Zoom and
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I would say happy hour, but professionally, let's do
0: that. <laughs> I like that. No, I, I think that's all great advice and very important. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. So many of us have been feeling like we've lost our purpose in a way since our schedules may not be as full as they were pre-COVID. So what are some helpful things people can be doing during this downtime to set themselves up for success when life is quote unquote back on track? Um, Such as should we be working on a resume, taking a course in our field? What are things you recommend we should be doing during this unique time where we're pretty much at home
2: definitely well working out is one (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think one of you talked about yoga last week and you know i I think that that it
0: wasn't taj i could tell you was definitely tj yeah that's an easy one yeah, that that, was
2: easy. <laughs> but that keeps you centered. I, I really believe working out keeps you centered. But like, like I said before, there are so many things popping up and so many classes. I have several apps on my phone to, for classes that I can take at all times. And YouTube, I mean, don't get go down the rabbit hole of just <laughs> yeah. for fun. Watch some TED talks that inspire you, yeah. and and that does keep your spirits up and and uplifted and you can learn something Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i i taj is taj is actually i think i know royal has but i think you too taj has been telling me about youtube for years now about how much you can learn from youtube oh my god and it and it wasn't until this pandemic kicked that i really started diving into the youtube and in the educational there's so much stuff you can learn on there yeah so yeah. tutorials, all types of things. So definitely check out YouTube if in, in any field you want to grow. And and like Cherie said, don't go down the rabbit hole and find yourself, you know, watching <laughs> music videos or, or things like that. But in terms of education, if that's what you want to do is grow, there's so much out there on YouTube.
2: Yeah. I, I actually um I was an okay cook, but when I don't know how to do something, I get on YouTube and watch a video so I can learn the next technique and, and grow in that way. So yeah, it does. It's a great resource and it's free.
0: Yeah, it's great. And, and another thing um, they, they have great algorithms that push the ones that, that people are finding most um, helpful and productive to the top. So you're more than likely going to find some great stuff. So mm-hmm. Okay, keeping on this discussion about losing jobs or change during this COVID, what are some strategies or techniques for alleviating fear and stress and exuding confidence when inside you're actually incredibly nervous, uh, particularly in an interview or in a work setting?
2: Well, whenever you're nervous going into an interview, and I've done this for a long time, but I, I did it right before this show too, I do my supergirl power, superwoman power stance. And you just plant your feet, keep them grounded to the earth, hands on hips, shoulders back, and I can do this. I can do this. You're you're changing the story that's in your head. You know, you're you're having that inspiration and and taking action to to move you forward and i think that's the biggest shift you could do is rewrite the story you're telling yourself in your head someone just asked about self-doubt a little bit ago and and i you know you have that mean girl in you those gremlins telling you i can't do this i i don't know what to do and you have to change that story in your head you have to start talking nice to yourself I, during In my confidence success circle, we send out emails twice a week for confidence tips for people. And one of them I said is, be careful what you tell yourself, because it does matter. And that was my confidence tip um, a few weeks ago. And it really does make a huge difference. When I started telling myself that I was worthy and good enough, that's when I made a change. Mm-hmm. And that was... Oh, 24, 25 years ago.
0: (laughs) Love it. Love it. Um, Okay. So talk to us a bit, Cherie, about confidentwarriors.com.
2: Confidentwarriors.com is my, um, actually my website where I work with women and professionals. um, And I I do work with men uh, who are tired of being passed over and they're ready to take action Mm -hmm. and to have the life and career that they want. Because confidence doesn't just affect your career, it affects your life as well. And they do it with empowerment and confidence. And that is my platform and that is what I am passionate about helping people with.
0: Love it. Okay, and then one question I was supposed to ask in the beginning to our community is what keeps you stuck? And although we're closing somewhat soon, I still would like for everyone to answer um, what keeps you stuck? Leave that comment so we can see. Because, Cherie, you were saying that this is one of the first questions you ask when you are talking with someone for the first time.
2: Yeah, when I'm trying to get clarity into what what they're doing and what's keeping them stuck, uh, you know, why why aren't they moving as fast as they want in their career? Why aren't they moving in their life's, life, having the life they want? What do they think is keeping them stuck? Usually we have to uncover quite a bit under there, but it, it's always a good question. You know, what mm-hmm. keeps you stuck? I, I know I can spot when I'm stuck what's keeping me down and I how I clear that away. It really depends on what it is, but most of the time it's what I'm telling myself, my inner dialogue.
1: It's great. Almost like you're your worst enemy kind of thing yeah. in a way, because, yeah, worst critic. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. Those gremlins in your head.
1: Yeah. Okay, And then
0: here's another great question uh, from Always Julie. Any tips getting over massive stage fright and talking in front of people? I just can't do it. I feel like dying every time I have to do a presentation. And so for the record, Julie, you are not alone. You are just speaking for so many people out there. Um, so Cherie, what would you suggest for Julie and the many others who feel exactly the same?
2: Well, I I, I can feel you because I I'll, I have awful stage fright. I don't like being on stage. Um, I like this. I like having <laughs> comments. But I don't like being on stage and being the center of attention like that. So you know it is taking those deep breaths it is that that wonder woman stance okay i saw someone put up wonder woman that's what i was thinking of the the superwoman stance yeah. and and practicing the more i practice the more confident i am i i have a huge stage fright lately with facebook live and i notice that it when i get on facebook live i just want to freeze and I'm shaking inside. That's never going to go away for me. But I, if I push through it and I know what I'm doing and I'm very practiced, it'll get easier and easier and, and practice makes perfect in this case.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Love it. Okay. So we are going to close up, but before I wanted, I do want to share some of these, what keeps you stuck responses. See, I'm seeing a lot of fear Um, And I assume that's probably the most popular answer you get, Um, you know, fear of failure, just a lot of fear, Um, you know, here's uh, perception of self, um, what other people think, fear, uh, fear of the unknown, a lot of fear. So what would you suggest to, to help, or what is your response when you hear the word fear as what keeps me stuck?
2: That is the number one response. Um, it, it actually, when I did my five week or five day challenge last week, that was one of the topics we covered quite a bit was fear because it keeps people from taking action. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it goes back to rewiring your brain and how you think of, of that fear. I, I use a fear, um, I can't really call it a journal, but a fear list. And what I do is write down the fears when they come up and look at each one. Is that really rational? If I do this, if I have this fear, is that really rational? So my, my fear of heights, well, yeah, that that's really rational to me. (laughs) And I'm not Mm -hmm. going to deal with that one, but, but my fear of failure in my business and I'll be homeless is, is that really rational? No, it's not. It's never going to happen. So, um, and, and I always put the reasons why it's not going to happen. So the fear list has really helped get over a lot of fears for my clients. But I actually have whole system on helping people get over their fears and rewriting their action plans so that they can take i always say inspired action because i want people to take inspired action in their lives
0: love it love it okay so sheree now we are definitely going to wrap it up but um for for anyone who's watching or listening to this you can go to www.confidentwarriors.com to learn more about Cherie and what she does. You can also email her at Cherie, which is S-H-E-R-I at Mm -hmm. confidentwarriors.com. Cherie, before we started this show today, I warned you that I like to give Mm -hmm. our guests 30 seconds to a minute to talk about whatever they want. So that time has come, Um, but yes, take the floor. The time is yours.
2: Well, we've been talking about, uh, you said anything. So, um, you know, one of the things that I'm, I love to do is, um, cook and about, well, a little over a year ago, I actually came home and told my husband I'm going on the keto diet and we're changing the entire lifestyle we do. And we are going to, um, have a whole new way of cooking (laughs) without carbs. And I'm married to a chef. So this was all new to him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did he take it?
2: He he's pretty much on board. He he's learned that we we can make anything with cauliflower rice. So if you want some great cauliflower rice recipes, go to Pinterest, but you can email me too, because I love sharing cauliflower rice recipes. But um That, that is my other passion. And, you know, you don't start out confident in that you have to build your skills and anyone who says, I can't cook, you just have to build your skills. And it's the same with confidence. You just have to, sometimes you have to leap to, to take that action.
0: Wonderful. Build your skills. Um, And I love it. It's very important. Todd Jackson, was there anything you wanted to ask or, or say before we close?
1: No, I mean, I love this in, in general. Um, I grew up as someone that wasn't very confident, you know, in high school and stuff like that. And I had to rewire my brain basically to be confident because I was in a profession that was all about confidence and stage fright. You know, I, I to this day have stage fright. So I'm, I'm still battling that in a way. It's weird that it would be in a profession where you have stage fright. And I was also um, fear of flying, which I had a lot. To, to fly a lot so it's just one of those things that i had to conquer certain things and just say as you said was that rational like i had to say with the fear of flying okay it's not rational because i'm gonna have to fly every other day or whatever and i can't deal with life of being panicking every time i got on a flight so it almost was instantaneous for that one because i was like there's no way i can function and i have to do this so i just it escaped me and it was freeing but yeah, so I, I've i been listening and I just love what you say because I went from so, such a lack of confidence, head down and not looking people in the eye to someone that really is confident with who I am now, but it was a journey and that's the thing, but as you the first steps, it's always the first, and taking that leap of faith and saying, okay, I'm changing it and that's what I did in life and I've never looked back since then and always been optimistic instead of pessimistic. and. So just taking everything you're saying and kind of reintroducing it to my brain to be like, okay, you were, you're on the right path. So.
2: That's a great story. I love that. And, and a lot of people start out in that same spot and it's just, it's just building on your confidence. Every time you do something new, No, none of us, when we do something new is confident, but the more you do it, the more you get confident and Yeah. So that's great. I love that.
0: Love it. Well, Taj, thank you for sharing that. And Sheree, thank you for sharing all your knowledge and everything you share today. Um, Like I'm seeing the comments and I I could tell our our communities love today's show. So thank you very much. Thank you. All right, everyone. We are going to close the show. Uh, Thanks for joining us here on the power of love. Remember, if you want more information, you can go to Uh, ddjf.org. Let me see if I can get that up on the screen. Yes, here, uh, www.ddjf.org to see everything that the D.D. Jackson Foundation does. But on behalf of the whole foundation, we want to thank you guys for joining. And thank you again, Cherie, for being our guest today. Uh, We will see everyone next Wednesday at one o'clock. Take care of yourself and have a good rest of your week. Adios.